All right, brother. So uh, today, uh, the title of this is Time Past Versus Now. Time Past, time past Versus Now. So uh, go to Ephesians chapter 2 and let's read verses 1 to 10. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 1 to 10. And I think what I'm going to do with this brother, uh, we'll see what, what the Lord does with it. But, uh, but I think I'm going to uh, turn this into uh, a series. I, I have uh, three points to this. So I think uh, today uh, we'll look at maybe the first one, the first point, maybe the second one. We'll see. Uh, but we'll make this into a, a series all right so time past versus now ephesians chapter 2 verses 1 to 10 are you there brother all right starting in verse 1 of ephesians chapter 2 the king james bible says this and you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins Wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in time past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved. And it raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Then the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by, for by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And then verse 10, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained, that we should walk in them. Alright, so when a person gets saved uh, by putting their faith and trust in Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection, there are some things that God does for that believer. Right, there are some things that happen to that believer. Okay, so uh, let's look at some of those uh, today. Right, by taking a look at the differences between a lost person who is unsaved and a saved person. Right, but before we get into that, let's get a little background on the book of Ephesians. I, um, Ephesians is one of the uh, Pauline epistles, right, written by uh, the Apostle Paul. 
Uh, and uh, he is our spokesman right, for the body of Christ, the church. He's our apostle. Okay? Um, Ephesians was written by Paul after the Acts period. Okay? So it's a post-Acts period book. Okay? The rest of Paul's post-Acts epistles include Philippians, Colossians, 1st and 2nd Timothy, Titus, and Philemon. Right? In these books, there's no mention of sign gifts, no mention of Israel, and no mention of going to the Jew first. For the books of Romans, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, Galatians, 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, uh, and, uh, and some include Hebrews, uh, which I do, because I, I believe that, that uh, the Apostle Paul uh, wrote Hebrews. Um, there's no mention of sign gifts. Uh, or there are mentions of sign gifts, uh, Israel going to the Jew first. Okay, uh, With Hebrews, uh, Hebrews is a transitional book. Okay, It uh, transitions from the church to the tribulation period so it can be very dangerous to try to get church doctrine from the book of Hebrews right, that's why we have to rightly divide it because there there is doctrine in there that uh, that we can use for the church and apply it to the church but we got to be careful okay so in Ephesians, we are no longer going to the Jew first. There's no mention of Israel, no signed gifts. Now, um, I have I have seen, you know, speaking of uh, going to the Jew first, I have seen um, on Facebook there is a Facebook group uh, from the Philippines here uh, that. Uh, it's entitled something like uh, going to the Jew first conference something like that you know so they're not rightly dividing the word of truth there all right so um, Ephesians has a hundred and fifty five verses three thousand thirty nine words and six chapters all right, so let's go ahead and let's look at the first point. All right, so in time past, we were dead in trespasses and sins, but now quickened with Christ. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 and chapter 2, verse 5. And you had the quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. It's verse 1. Verse 5 says, Even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace, ye are saved. So, you may ask, What does the word quickened mean? Well, Quickened is found in the Bible. Check this out, brother. Quickened is found in the Bible 
seven times in seven verses. What is the number seven in the Bible when it comes to biblical numerology? The number seven is the number of perfection or completion. So quickened is found seven times, seven verses. First time is uh, Psalms 119 verse 50 and the last is 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 18. So let's look at Psalms 119 verse 50. Psalms 119 verse 50. You want to read that brother? Amen. Praise God for his word. Amen. So quickened if we read in our text verses, uh, Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1, And you hath he quickened who were, what? Dead in trespasses and sins. So, what quickened means is made alive. You know, you're once dead, but now you're quickened. You're made alive. So guess what? You're complete in Christ. Amen? So, Genesis 1.27 says that God made man in his own image. Right? That's true. Right? Remember that God is a trinity. God the Father. God the Son. God the Holy Spirit. Alright? Man is also a trinity. Body which is your house. Soul is your inner thoughts, intents, feelings, and your spirit. That is where the seven spirits of God are at. Alright? So, look at Isaiah 11 verse 2 and I will show you the seven spirits of God and let's read uh, verse verses 1 and 2 All right, are you there brother alright Isaiah 11 verses 1 and 2 and there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his 
roots. Notice branch is capitalized. That is Jesus Christ. Okay, now, now verse 2. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. So a man's spirit is where those seven spirits are of God. And notice one of them is fear of the Lord. Man, the natural man, unsaved man, has no fear of the Lord. Alright, so, something happened, okay, when, um, when God made Adam, alright, made him in his image, alright, then, Adam ate of the tree that God told him not to eat of. He ate that forbidden fruit. He deliberately disobeyed God. And he ate that. And he died spiritually that day. Later on, he died physically. But that day that he ate of the tree, his spirit died. Okay, and so now he is incomplete. Right? He is only two thirds man because his spirit is dead. Now there's there's a uh, misconception by a lot of folks today that all men are created in the image of God. But that's simply not true. After Adam, every man that is born after him is not born in the image of God, but born in the image of Adam. They're born with a dead spirit. They're incomplete. Alright, now... Look at Genesis chapter 5. I'll show this to you. Genesis chapter 5. And uh, let's read verses 1 to 3. And you can read that, brother, if you want to.
Amen. All right, so notice in verse 2, called their name Adam. So what is that? That is Mr. and Mrs. Adam. All right, and then verse 3, And Adam lived in 130 years and begat a son in his own likeness. Notice that. In his own likeness. After his image. Alright. So. Everyone after Adam. As I have said. Is born with that dead spirit. They're incomplete. And that is why. Christ. Told Nicodemus. In John chapter 3. Ye must be born again. That spirit, that dead spirit needs to be made alive. It needs to be regenerated. And how does that happen? In this church age, is by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. Trusting Him. Trusting His death, burial, and resurrection. And His precious shed blood. Now, look at... Let's see. Colossians. I believe it's Colossians. Let's see. Colossians... Let's see, where is that? There you go. Colossians chapter 2, starting in verse 8. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the traditions of men after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ a lot of traditions of men in the church today alright uh, verse 9 for in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily now pay attention to verse 10 and ye are what complete in him amen complete in him which is the head of all principality and power if any man be in Christ he is a new creature And ye are complete in him. That spirit is now made alive. Alright. Now you're a trinity once again. Alright. Complete. Alright. Now 
uh, because an unsaved person's spirit is dead, they care about no other way of thinking but fleshly thinking. And they live a life of rebellion toward God. Now, I saw a, a meme earlier, earlier this morning, of um, it was it was a guy that looked like a woman, and they had that this guy had a tattoo on his arm that said. God is a transgender woman. How about that? So then, in Romans, Romans chapter 1, Romans chapter 1 talks about how they knew God but they didn't glorify Him as God. Neither are they thankful to Him. Those are some steps that people take into apostasy. And the next step after that, if you continue reading uh, in uh, Romans chapter 1, the next step after that is homosexuality. So, you know, we, we should be telling people about Christ, telling them uh, how to be saved you know things like that so you know so that they can be saved and have the opportunity to get out of that amen so so now once a person puts their faith and trust in Christ and his death burial and resurrection they are quickened they're made alive Okay, um, they have a new birth. The Holy Spirit comes inside that person, dwells in them, and he does a couple things. Number one, he baptizes that person into the body of Christ, the church. Okay, Colossians chapter 2. Let's continue uh, in those verses that we read. Uh, and um, let's read 11 and 12. And whom also ye are circumcised with the circumcision made without hands and putting off the body of the sins of the flesh 
by the circumcision of Christ. Okay, so that is a spiritual circumcision that that the Holy Spirit does to the person, to the saved person. Right? He cuts away the soul from the flesh. Right? And so now when a saved person commits a sin, it is not them that's doing it. It is their flesh. And with this spiritual circumcision, this is one reason why we cannot lose our salvation. That new man that is inside of us, it cannot sin. It comes from God. Okay, so the soul is cut away from the flesh. And then verse 12, buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him, through the faith of the operation of God who hath raised him from the dead. And let's read 13. And you being dead in your sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. If you are saved, your past, present, and future sins are all forgiven. But that does not give us a right or a free ticket. To live our lives the way that we want to. You know, but there, there are so many uh, denominations that they say, well, us Baptists, you know, we're, we're wrong because we teach that it's okay to sin because, you know, we're saved and we're forgiven. But that's not the case at all. What did the Apostle Paul say? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? And then the next verse, he said, God forbid. Right? And that's, that's in Romans. But I don't remember off the top of my head uh, what, uh, what chapter. Let's see. See if I can find it. Chapter 4. Chapter 6. Alright. Verses 1 and 2. You want to read that, brother? 
Amen. So, so now, an unsaved person, an unsaved person has an alive body, dead spirit. A saved person has an alive spirit and a dead body. Spiritually speaking. Alright, we're dead to sin. Alright, and so we should be we should be um, walking after the spirit and not the flesh. Okay. Um, Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8 and uh, verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Now, a lot of people, they stop right there. But we need to read the rest of the verse. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Amen. So, for a saved person, there is no condemnation of going to hell. They're saved. But, God forbid, if a saved person goes out and commits a crime, there could be some legal condemnation. So, we should be walking after the flesh. Or walking after the spirit and not the flesh. Got ahead of myself there, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so we are quickened with Christ. All right. We have that uh, spiritual uh, circumcision. The soul is cut away from the flesh. And we have the spiritual baptism. The Holy Spirit baptism. Now, First uh, Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And let's read verses 12 and 13. You want to read that, brother? So, verse 13, 
For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. So the Holy Spirit is doing the baptism there. Um, I, I had a pastor one time. And, and I've mentioned this to you before, brother. But I had a pastor one time that um, he was a Baptist brider. At that time, I had no idea what a Baptist brider was. Right, and um, he said that there is no spirit baptism. And, and I asked, well, what is verse 13 there about? And he said, oh, that's easy. You know, that's the Holy Spirit calling us to water baptism. But there is no water in that verse at all. The Holy Spirit is doing the baptizing. When a person gets saved, they are baptized into the body of Christ, the church, by the Holy Spirit. Okay? So, that there, brother, is point one. All right, so, is there anything that, that uh, you want to add? Uh, anything uh, that you want to ask? Comments? Anything? Yes, right. Yeah. First Peter, yeah, first Peter one eighteen or three eighteen. Yeah. For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. Amen. Yeah. So quickened means made alive. You know, that, that's, that's what it means. Yeah, so... Alright, brother. So... Um, if you don't have any questions or anything, um, I, I don't have anything more. So uh, we will go ahead and uh, we will play the outro and we'll be finished. All right.